Welcome to Coffee with a Doc, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer, a practicing chiropractor with over 30 years experience helping people just like you with natural, holistic healthcare and lifestyle change. Dr. Schaefer is the creator of The Vibrant Lifestyle, a wellness program designed around six fundamental principles that when applied to your life will result in remarkable changes. Again, welcome to Coffee with a Doc, and here's Dr. Schaefer. Have you noticed that e-cigarette use seems to be on the rise? It seems like everywhere I go, I see a, a cloud of vapor <laughs> rising. Well, if you haven't, uh, statistics say otherwise. Cigarette and tobacco smoked products are on the decline, and e-cigarette use is indeed on the incline or increase. Now, this may seem like a good thing on the surface, that less and less people are utilizing uh, tobacco products, but one study indicated that e-cigarette sales would overtake tobacco cigarette sales by the year of 2023, which is just around the corner. Recent data has shown that there are more than 2 million middle school and high school students in our country that have used e-cigarettes in just the past 30 days. So there's this ongoing conversation. Are e-cigarettes and vaping devices safe? Does using the e-cigarettes or vaping devices by our youth lead to tobacco use later? I want to dig into this topic a little bit today, and I want to touch on uh, the use of medical marijuana, uh, not so much from a, a medical necessity standpoint, but simply a health and safety perspective. Maybe you've been living in, under a rock somewhere if you have not heard of e-cigarettes uh, they kind of look like a cigarette. Others look like maybe a little mini flashlight a liquid or a solution within these e-cigarettes that's heated by a, a small battery that's within the, the product, and a vapor is produced from that heating, hence the term vape or vaping. This vaping or this vapor can be inhaled. Uh, the solutions within these e-cigarettes contain nicotine, flavorings, and, and a lot of other ingredients as well. We know for sure that cigarettes are very unhealthy, causing heart disease and many different cancers. It's been shown that cigarettes have close to 80 potentially harmful and carcinogenic ingredients. So what is your guess as to which might be safer, tobacco cigarettes or e-cigarettes? Well, it would be kind of hard to top 80 potentially harmful and carcinogenic ingredients. A common knowledge uh, will kind of lead you to believe that e-cigarettes and vaping are safe alternatives to tobacco cigarettes. But as more and more studies on vaping have been taking place, it's clear that e-cigarettes are not as safe as they initially thought that they were. While they do contain fewer potentially harmful chemicals, e-cigarettes are not safe. So why are they dangerous? Well, these products, uh, the liquid that is in them, that part that's vaporized, contains a, a variety of different chemicals, including nicotine. Nicotine is an additive that causes harmful effects for our adolescent brain, that developing brain. Uh, it's very, very sensitive to things. The aerosols produced by these e-cigarettes and vaping devices can also be harmful and damaging to the lungs. They contain uh, cancer-causing chemicals and other harmful chemicals, uh, a lot of volatile substance there, uh, ultra-fine particles, even some heavy metals that are there. 
So not only are our teens in, inhaling these into their lungs, but additionally, you know, bystanders are inhaling this as well. Uh, kind of a secondhand smoke, quote unquote, uh, issue that goes along with vaping. So there's some other dangers uh, as well, but uh, we see some of our research kind of indicating that a teenager who starts out with vaping may lead to future cigarette use as well. And we'll talk about that in just a moment. But here's a bit of information I found in Physicians Weekly, uh, September 26, 2018. So very, very recent study. Let me just uh, read exactly what they said. While we may not have the full extent of the dangers that are posed by e-cigarettes, the research clearly demonstrate that there are a multitude of harmful effects that come along with vaping. The flavoring additives so popular with the teenagers have come under scrutiny. Study findings published in July of 2018 in the American Heart Association Journal suggest that e-cigarette flavorings may damage blood vessels and the heart. One study quantified six different uh, pyrazine additives in e-cigarettes. These pyrazines have previously been found to be synergistic in the effect of nicotine addiction by increasing the appeal, uh, easing the smoking irritation, and discouraging cessation. Also, they're known to have potential uh, toxicity to the reproductive tract. It's also been demonstrated that the fruit flavorings and other additives are, that are frequently used by the teens and young adults who vape have put a lot of risk as far as their health goes. So some of those additional toxins that I'm going to touch on here, and it gets a little bit wordy, but uh, you'll get the gist that, gee, there's an awful lot of things here in these e-cigarettes that maybe you weren't aware of. So some of those toxic chemicals are the aldehydes. One study uh, looked at the respiratory uptake of formaldehyde and acetylhyde specifically. The results showed that both were increased during vaping. So they're harmful trace metals that have been found in these e-cigarettes from nickel, chromium, cadmium, tin, aluminum, and even some that had uh, uh, some aspect of lead in there, both harmful to the lungs and sinonasal area, causing potential cancer in that area as well as oral cancer. So those are some of the hard facts on some of these chemicals in these products that were tested. There's also a nicotine issue. And I've heard a lot of my patients tell me, oh, this doesn't have the nicotine in it that cigarettes do. But research says otherwise. Most of these e-cigarettes do have some degree of a little or a lot of nicotine. Nicotine is the additive in tobacco in the cigarettes that cause uh, great harm to the heart and circulatory system. They also make it very, very addictive. Now, some others have uh, said, well, I, I utilize vaping to quit smoking, and some argue for that. But research over the last couple of years does not indicate that that's really what happens. One study found that only 10% of individuals who actually turned to vaping to quit smoking were able to quit smoking. And that's about the rate of someone else who just tried to quit smoking cold turkey. So in other words, it didn't statistically improve the results of quitting smoking by turning to vaping. What's clear 
uh, from these studies, and obviously there's uh, a lot more research that needs to be done, but there's certainly enough science to be concerned with e-cigarettes and that they are not as safe as they claim to be. In fact, they appear to be a lot of hazards that are still being discovered. So are they safer than cigarettes? You know, I don't know. And I don't know that anyone can really make that claim at this point because there's not enough research that has been conducted. But my bet is that we'll find out that while uh, uh, e-cigarettes may be slightly safer than regular tobacco cigarettes, there's an awful lot of harm that can be done from these e-cigarettes in terms of uh, health health concerns. Let's shift gears a little bit and uh, jump into the uh, medical marijuana, uh, I'll call it, <laughs> issue. Um, and there's certainly two sides to this. Again, we have one side pushing to legalize marijuana use, not just for medical purposes, but for recreational purposes as well. And the other side is fighting against both of those uses. Over half the states have legalized marijuana for medical use, so we're kind of split down the middle. But is it really safe? And is it really necessary? That's another big question. Marijuana is a plant, been around for forever. Its use dates back thousands of, of years. It does contain about 60 active ingredients known as cannabinoids. Our body actually makes its own form of cannabinoids and there are receptors in our body for this particular product. The primary psychoactive cannabinoid in marijuana is tetrahydrocannabinol, or THC. THC targets these cannabinoid receptors found primarily in the brain, but also the nervous system, liver, kidney, and lungs. These are our CB1 receptors, and they activate to quiet our body's response to pain and noxious chemicals. CBC is another cannabinoid, uh, can be used for reducing pain and inflammation, can also help in controlling epileptic seizures. There's been some studies on that that have been very encouraging and for treating some mental illnesses and other forms of addiction. While marijuana derivative cannabinol is CBD, which is found to be beneficial in the treatment of severe epilepsy as well. A large study was conducted a couple years back um, and published in the New England Journal of Medicine. There's also been some studies that found that uh, marijuana is effective in reduce, reducing uh, neuropathic pain and pain caused by damaged nerves associated with HIV patients uh, and able to do it better than some of the opiates and morphine in treating those. But the cannabis oil, uh, CBD, is a non-psychoactive component of marijuana that does have an awful lot of therapeutic benefits, but it does not target those CB1 receptors in the brain. And those are the receptors that the THC targets that give a person that feeling of being high when they smoke marijuana. So the CBD is uh, useful in treating seizures, inflammation, pain, uh, psychosis, some mental disorders, uh, inflammation of the uh, bowel, uh, nausea, migraines, depression, anxiety. And you're going to see some overlap of some of these same conditions with THC that is found in marijuana, uh, utilized for treating pain, muscle spasticity, glaucoma, insomnia, low appetite, nausea, and anxiety. So there's some overlap in those two uh, conditions that the CBD and the THC in marijuana uh, are used to treat. Marijuana does have some obvious 
side effects with that because of those cannabinoid receptors in the brain area. So it involves thinking, memory, pleasure, coordination, time perception, um, and also can affect your attention, judgment, balance. Those are some key things. Study has uh, some conflicting results on whether smoking marijuana creates a significant cancer risk. Uh, I think a lot more research needs to be done on that. So we have CBD, which is a non-psychoactive ingredient, and THC, which does affect you uh, mentally. CBD is tolerated very well, even in large doses. Uh, most of the problems with the CBD is interaction with, with other drugs that a patient might be taking. Uh, some of the THC uh, temporary side effects, it increases your heart rate, the coordination problems that I mentioned gives you dry mouth, red eyes, slower reaction times, and some memory loss. Neither one of the two products, the CBD or the THC, uh, is fatal. Um, there are some long-term effects, uh, negative effects on psychoactric uh, aspect of THC, especially for adolescents. Again, this is where we see our teens utilizing marijuana. It can have uh, long-term effects. There have been a number of studies that show that versus an adult who starts smoking marijuana doesn't have the same long-term effect. So there's a greater risk in our young people of doing some of these things and having long-lasting issues. When it comes to drug testing, now here's some interesting things that, uh, that you might want to listen up to. The cannabinoids like THC and CBD are stored in the body's fat. They do show up on drug tests several days or maybe even weeks later. Not every drug test out there that employers are using or other screening entities are using detect the CBD, but they do have some CBD-sensitive tests out there. Most of those tests are, are tests related to THC in marijuana. They're trying to pick up whether or not an individual has been utilizing marijuana. A lot of these hemp products like CBD, uh, they also have a small degree of THC in there, so there could be a positive test with CBD, but certainly with uh, THC, the medical marijuana, you will test positive. Some employer's perspective that go along with this, it won't really matter whether or not you have a doctor's note that says, hey, I can utilize medical marijuana. You still might lose your job because of a quality or safety uh, impact. In other words, uh, medical marijuana use will affect the quality of your work, the safety of your work, and employers are, are not going to tolerate that. No different than if you took some other form of medication. Many of these medications, over-the-counter medications, will even will tell you, do not operate heavy equipment while taking this because it alters your reflexes and other things, etc. that would not make you safe in operating those types of equipment. So uh, even if you have a, a doctor's note, many of these employers are, are, are saying, hey, I'm sorry, you can't do that type of work or maybe you can't even work for me if you're utilizing that particular product. So what's my take on these uh, cigarettes versus vaping or CBD versus medical marijuana? Well, if you're a smoker, I'd recommend that you do everything you can to quit, and I'd do it today. Cigarettes are bad. Uh, if you have kids, there's a great chance that you're influencing your kids from starting the habit of smoking. One particular study I read stated a two- or three-fold increased chance that your kids will start smoking if the parents are a smoker. But if the parent smokes and quits... 
that increased risk of the kids smoking is gone. If you believe that you can use vape or vaping to quit cigarettes, researchers say that simply won't happen. If you believe that vaping is safe, research is saying no, vaping is not safe. So I believe vaping may be slightly safer than cigarettes, but the jury is really still out on that. Uh, More research needs to be done, but my gut tells me, again, that Vaping may be slightly safer than cigarettes, but vaping by no means is safe. My recommendation for optimal health is to do neither cigarettes or vaping. They are both bad for your health. It's kind of like saying, uh, uh, should I eat a donut or a candy bar? Well, they're both bad for your health. One may be uh, not quite as bad as the other, but they're both bad for your health. What about CBD or medical marijuana? Uh, there is some value there from a, a medical standpoint. Uh, I'd recommend the CBD first and other natural products. There's a lot of other natural products out there prior to utilizing medical marijuana. Some argue that marijuana is the only product that will help them, and that certainly may be true for them. There's a lot of room for abuse uh, with the medical marijuana, and that certainly is a concern that I have. I hope uh, this has been of some value to you coming from a holistic doctor trying to evaluate these products from a health perspective. My goal here is to help you and your family and friends have a healthy, vibrant lifestyle so you can enjoy life, become all that you were designed to be, serving others and glorifying our God and our Creator. Do me a favor, uh, share these podcasts with others. I thank you so much for tuning in.